Welcome to another episode of Botox and Burpees. I'm Dr. Sam Ree, plastic surgeon and CrossFit coach, host of this podcast where we talk about plastic surgery, CrossFit, and everything in between. You can find more information at our website, BotoxandBurpees.com, and make sure to like and subscribe wherever you listen to our podcast. This episode comes right after the CrossFit Open 21.1 announcement Thursday night, where special guest coach Kayla Simpson and I did the workout and we provide our initial thoughts along with tips from David Sivertson, owner and coach at our gym, CrossFit Bison in Midland Park, New Jersey. This is the first of our CrossFit Open podcast with Dave Sivertson as well as our special guest, Kayla Simpson, yeah. who absolutely crushed this workout tonight. Yep. Leader Thank in the you. clubhouse, Kayla Simpson. That is yes, correct. Going, going into Friday. Finally That's right. Number one at Bison. <laughs> better, better hang on, because like you said, I think there are going to be a lot of people who do well on this. So basically, let's go through it. 21.1 was one wall walk, 10 double unders, three wall walks, 30 double, double unders, six wall walks, 60 double unders, nine wall walks, 90 double unders, 15 wall walks, 150 double unders, and 21 wall walks. 210 double unders with a 15 minute time cap. New movement. Dave, what do you think of this movement? Shocker. Like, you always, like, I said in my prediction post today what it would be. It's like Castro has been putting something new into the open in the first open workout four of the past five years or five of the past six years. And you always try to think of like a new dumbbell movement or a new barbell movement, but you had, wall walks weren't even in the thought process. Crazy. Yeah. <laughs> and they are, like, it's funny. They've been a part of CrossFit programming for a long time. You've programmed them. We programmed them a few times, but like, I could probably count on two hands how many times we've done them in seven years. They're warm up. Yeah. For They're a warm, warm up. up. Yeah. For a while, we were using them to warm ourselves up for snatches just because of the thoracic extension that you get from it as opposed to doing a normal handstand. But never in a workout like this where it's like a couplet and you start doing some really high volume. So when you saw the athletes working out, what were your first thoughts when you were watching them? It, it, mobility might be a little bit of an issue, getting the hands to the wall. Like I thought that was going to be the hardest part. And also controlling yourself on the way down. It's once you get to the end of the rep or what you perceive it to be, your stomach touching the wall or in this standard, your hands touching the line that's closer to the wall, you're like, oh, I'm done. But you have to walk yourself back out there. And I was afraid that you guys were gonna start like just banging your toes endlessly on the ground because you're so exhausted at that point. And that's, that was my first thought was you guys were gonna start banging your toes pretty hard because I've seen that with wall walks here in general. What did you think of it, Kayla, while you were going through it at the beginning and then middle end? I was surprised that I didn't bang my toes as hard as I, I thought I was going to do that as well, but it, it wasn't so much the toes. It was just get my hands to the line mm -hmm. at the end. That was the, because the, just don't fall over and get my hands to the line at the end. Once I hit that, the round of nine, that was where I was like, oh, wow, these wall walks are going to, these are taking a toll. It's, you cannot do them touch and go. It's not a touch and go workout. Yeah. It's like a one rep at a time and it, space it out. Do you think, it, both of you, do you think it's one of those work movements, the wall walk, that like the faster you try to go, the worse it's going to end up being? Yes. Like you really have to stay under control, right? You have to feel like you can do the rep 
I tried to rush it for one, and you saw yeah. I failed yeah. because yeah. my shoulders or my stability wasn't good enough. Yeah. Was it the shoulders or the midline or both? I think it's the breathing. Yeah. So I realized I got a little bit better with my technique as I went along, and I think some of it is that I was breath holding for the whole rep at the beginning, right. and then you flop back down, and you're like, oh. Yeah. It doesn't look like a fast movement, and you guys were sucking wind. Mm -hmm. Like you were like you had a pool of sweat under your mask. Like when you're laying on the ground, you were right. really breathing heavy. So at its core, but I think what I was thinking was when you do it, breathe as you start. Yeah. Move your arms up, and then the last like four to six inches to get as vertical as possible to touch that line. That's the hardest part yeah. for me. And that's when I had said, okay, I gotta hold my core, I gotta stop breathing for a second, I gotta get both hands, not just one, because you yeah. get one, and then you gotta get the other hand to yeah. touch, and then you're like and then you start coming back down. And that that last most vertical part was starting to get to be the most challenging. That's where yes. like when I, I judged you, Sam, and I judged Jason, he had a couple no reps where he just couldn't get that last hand like two more inches. And Storms had an issue mobility wise. He said, I got one of my hands to the line, but I, it was my weak arm that was on the line. He couldn't put all of his weight on that weak arm to get the other hand off. So he, he got no repped a couple of times. Did you feel like the mobility, and your, your mobility is outstanding. So did you, no issues there? No issues with mobility. It was shoulder fatigue. Yeah. It was getting to failure. It's right. like Not, similar oh. to a handstand push-up workout where you don't want to get to failure. Because if I I was getting there and it was if I, if I do one more rep right now, I'm going to fall over. And not because I have, don't have the mobility, because my shoulders are so fatigued. When you like, were resting, were you just laying on the ground or did you like sit up and just shake the arms out? I literally laid on the ground flat yeah. with my arms. <laughs> the resting pose in this in this workout is funny. Like you're literally just laying on the ground and some people are putting, you put your arms out a couple of times. Yes, yeah. I, I would recommend putting your arms straight <laughs> out because I was out. flexed and they were not feeling it. And I was like, no, no this is better. Oh, God. Some when, people got up and walked around. Yeah. And, and I, because it's just a bad position to be in perched up in that like cobra stretch almost. Yeah, right. But if you have the mobility, like I would say stay on the ground because yeah. then you want to get back on the wall quicker. Yeah. Yes. How long would you wait? Like when you got to that failure point where you're like, wow, I should probably not do another one. How long did you wait till you did another one? Probably like 15, 15. seconds. Okay. I was counting 10, but it was really a slow 10. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> All right. So I, about 15 seconds. I would say so. Is you, everyone's going to be a little different in terms of when they feel like their shoulders are coming back. Like you said, it's just like a handstand push-up. You can't go too soon. But it's hard to know exactly where that fatigue level sets because it's the first part of it when you first start the movement is not the problem. It's what where storms and where I, you have the most problem at the very end of it. Yeah. And that's where it starts to set in. So do you guys agree? Like I haven't done this yet. So just like looking at the workout and watch people do it. I think this workout's more about wall walk than it is double under. Do you d agree or disagree? Agree. Oh, a thousand percent agree. Because like when I see 150 and 210 double unders in a workout because I'm not good at jump rope. I'm like, oh my God, this is a jump rope workout. But no. 21 wall walks in a row at the end, that takes a, even if you're good at them, that takes a really long time. Where 210 double unders, if you're really good, is about two minutes of work. Yeah, because, and maybe it depends, but I, I, you saw how much I rested on the wall walks. Right. So when you hit the double unders, you don't feel so fatigued. So did you feel your arms were impacted on the jump rope from wall walk? Like obviously that's the way it's designed to be, but how much of an impact do you think it made? Not 
like other workouts we've done here okay. in the past. Yeah. It it did impact. Like I I tripped up a few times towards the end. For someone who's really good at double unders, like other people in the gym, meaning I'm really good at double unders, but you know what I mean? Other people <laughs> yeah. in the gym who are really good at double unders. It, yes, it did, but it's really, I felt like I didn't even think about the double right. unders. Right, yeah. You just get them done. You just weren't rest, there that long. And Yeah, and mm -hmm. rest on the wall walks in between your reps. Yeah, Just okay. get them done. I'm a very average to not great double under person, and it only got bad at the 150 mark. Yeah. And that was only because I was rushing to see how many I could get through. Right. And I yeah. think you got there, if I remember correctly, I think you started your set of 150 at I think with 140 left about mm -hmm. and you got to 86 of them yeah so it's not like you were falling apart that's still a decent chunk of reps in about a minute and a half I, I think the people who are good at double unders will have no problems whatsoever. Okay. If, if you are one that uses a lot of shoulder, it might get a little tough. Catch, uh, on, on those big sets, right. like when the 150 comes right. into the but, play. But up until the 150, it's, it, I don't think it will be a, an issue. And I saw Susan, she does that yeah, single, the double, single double, and she yeah. still got pretty far yeah. into it. So She's pretty good at the wall walks. I actually think she beat you off the, off the second or third set. I just remember her coming off the walls like, whoa. Like, Susan's, Susan's ahead of you right now, Sam. <laughs> I didn't want to look. I didn't know, and I didn't want to know. I think part of it is the psychological issue, because I remember looking up at the clock with four minutes past, yep. and I was like, how am I going to do this yeah. for 11 more minutes? I was going to ask you about that, because both of you, when you do a new movement, in, it's not that you guys have never done wall walks before, but you've never done them in this way. You've never done it in this format, a couplet, high volume, ascending reps. But it almost seemed like you, Sam, I didn't get to watch you as much, Kay, but it seemed like you were a little bit better after your first couple sets. That is where a lot of like you being fit and just aware of your body, it's once you do a few, you know what, I got this. So would you recommend someone coming in and you know what, I'm going to bang out 10 in a row in a warm up. And yes, that might make you tired, but you had like that skill development. Everything you do in CrossFit is a skill. Everything you do can be faster once you learn how to. Do you recommend that or do you think you just warm up as you go? I would, I don't know. I would definitely say this is one where a redo is going to yield a ton of improvement for lots of people. Yeah. I felt my technique got better on the wall walks or I just felt better as I was going with them. And I know even you, Kayla, you said you, you're thinking about, you don't redo wads, but this is one you want to redo because you think you could do a lot better on it, right? Yes. Where's so your margin for improvement? I agree with the wall walk. Yeah. I feel like one of 10 reps in after the first round. Yeah. As I go, okay, I can flow through this a little bit easier. Yeah. Like you can like just like free flow back yeah. and forth instead of thinking so much. Yeah. And I might not get like a huge improvement, but... I mean, maybe like I tripped up a few times on double unders where I normally yeah. do. Maybe. What I were your transitions? That. Would you get off the wall walk and get like right to the rope? Or would you like smooth? Because that's where a lot of time, when you redo workouts, that's usually where it's at. Is like you just, instead of you resting 15 seconds before your first wall walk, you just go right to it. Mm. Do you think that's what were your transitions like? Were you chill there? I tried to be. I would say yes. Yeah. Chill to the rope, breathe, take right. a deep breath. And then get into it. Yeah. And really the same thing back to the wall walk. Just don't waste too much time, but don't run to it. Because my shoulders were so fatigued. Yeah. I, I think the pace of the wall walk is going to dictate your score. So I almost would like to have someone there say, go, yeah, 10 yeah. seconds for me. So if me. you want to draw out a pace for yourself, someone's sitting at home right now drawing out a pace, is it safe to say you can do a wall walk every 10 seconds? Because the actual rep itself takes about five. 
could you do five rest on the ground five seconds and that would get you six reps a minute now you could start building out your pace i would like to try that yeah that would be a good pace to try to stick to yeah until i fell off of it but for sure yes i need i, I couldn't tell what my pace was and i felt like i needed yeah. a pace to hold to okay and that would help me a lot yeah, yeah maybe a little bit longer 15 seconds at yeah. the end maybe. on average 15, yeah. that's that's my biggest thing when i draw paces is like on average, how long does this take? Right. Not what's your fastest, what's your slowest. Like, what's your average? So just so, and that's how you create a pace for yourself in a workout. You look at the clock, like, all right, so I want to get through. The ref scheme was one three five nine. Yeah, right? it was one three four nine one three six nine one three fifteen six, nine. twenty one. So uh, seven. It's not really an issue of pacing until you get to the six and to the nine, six yeah, and so the like, nine. Yeah, I, I think if you're looking at every 15 seconds, like you start writing this out, you're like, man, I can get my wall walk done, push on the workout done in seven minutes, eight minutes. So now can I get my four, five, 600 double unders done in the rest of the six, seven minutes? And that really could avoid that like failure stage, the red line stage where you're like, I'm doing a wall walk every 30 seconds now. And then you just mentally get defeated. I think that's a big part of pacing. It's not just your conditioning. It's that you mentally stay in it. Like you can keep making these checkpoints on your board. Be like, all right, I need to be at this by this. Oh, I'm 30 seconds ahead right now. I should slow down a notch. Like, yes. I think it keeps you in it. It keeps you focused. It doesn't make you look at the clock and be like, I can't do this. You thing. can't look at the clock. You just no. have to follow your pace because if you look at the clock, yeah. you're going to be demoralized. Yeah. Just right. stick to your pace. I think what you said about warm-up, maybe I wouldn't do 10, but I would maybe do five or six yeah. and try a pace yeah. and see what that feels yeah. like. What do you feel like? Are you functional after that? Yeah. And, and, that, okay. and then, then you got to give yourself some rest before you actually start the water. I wouldn't do that right before no, the water. Yeah. Right. I would come in and do the warm-ups that we do for a handstand, like a handstand hold, mm. and then flip it around and do the walk. Yeah. I was actually thinking all of the work we've done with handstand walks yeah. has helped this because I've been doing wall walks and shoulder taps. Yep. I was surprised how much the shifting yeah. and knowing where my positioning of my hands are. I can't do handstand walk yet, but just practicing the shifting of not being too wide yeah. versus not being too narrow. Staying stacked. Staying, yeah. staying stacked right outside my yeah. shoulder blades instead cool. of coming out too wide in your forearms. He yeah, Storm can't. said he went too wide early on in the workout and he couldn't get the hands to where they needed to be. So he, narrow, he narrowed them a little bit, but not inside the shoulders. Yeah. I, I think what Kayla said about stacking them right outside your shoulder, like that's about optimal, I think, to get. You should play with it a little bit. Yeah. But, I, but going too wide is definitely a problem. I agree about the handstand walk practice. It just... I don't handstand walk either, but just being upside down and feeling comfortable because we keep practicing on the wall yeah. upside down and, and not in the normal handstand push-up mode with our faces facing the wall. We, I practiced that for the past two months off and on. Yeah, you did. And that, that made it the feel The muscles better. that you use to be upside down in that position as opposed to your eyes facing out are completely different. Very different. Like the demand of what keeps you upright is very different and so you guys at least had that training for you and the balance is helpful yeah midline being body awareness really that's really what handstand walking is coordination core strength yeah i think everyone who wants to really do well on this is going to have to do it twice because you just got to do it mm -hmm. uh, under um, oh, no, you're making me think now <laughs> a dry like a dry run because now i feel like the hand the wall walks I have a pacing system. I have a feel for what it feels like to come up and then come down again. Right. My breath um, control system where I can breathe and then hold and then breathe. Like all of that feels yeah. like I could do that.
and I don't feel terrible right now. Yeah. Like I'm not a super not beat hero. Up. Like I'm not a like I don't I don't feel like terrible. I feel like I could do this on Sunday, depending upon how you take care of your calves after. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But, yeah. This could be a lot of doubles. Yeah. Like you did, if I did, you did uh, 150, 240, 300, 330, 340 doubles, right? 60 doubles, right around there. It's not that many. Usually, our average here is about 300 per double under workout. So it's not like, so if you're gonna redo it two days later, three days later, it's, I think you're on the safe side there. Just gotta take care of your feet and calves. I predict a number of people will finish this workout. Really? Yeah. I Interesting. Think so too. Yeah. I think so. I, there's no What's your job. number? How about this? I'll put the over under at six. I was gonna oh. say between five and ten. So I would say so I would say more than six will finish. Okay, Kayla. More than six. I'm okay. saying under. Really? Yeah. Why? It's not because I don't believe people, but I just think those 21 wall walks at the end are gonna take a lot longer than people think. I think when you're fresh, 21 wall walks would take three to four minutes. So someone's got to get there with seven minutes left, six minutes left, because they have the two dead and double unders after. Hey, I hope I'm wrong. I really do. Yeah. But we watched Especially one of the games team, athletes didn't finish. Blue. Oh, she did not. Chrissy Aramo didn't finish. Well, oh. she burnt out on the wall walks early, it looked yeah. like. There's a technique to it, too. Yeah. It's Carrie like... Pierce finished, but she's a world-class gymnast and the second fittest person on the face of the earth. I hope people get within striking distance. I know there are going to be people in the 210 double unders who are going to try to finish. Yeah, like my first thought was, all right, if you're really good at doubles, you're going to finish this. So I was like, all right, I'm not finishing. But now it looks like it's more... You still have to be decent at them. Because doing 210 doubles when you're tired is... You have to be elite to get through that mm -hmm. without tripping up 30 times. But the wall walks, I think, are going to – it's just a lot. Even if you're decent at them, you got to be pretty quick and then unbroken, like close unbroken on the jump rope. It's such a diabolical workout because you really – the amount of – it's a little frustrating the amount of time you spend resting – in between your wall walks and it's such a big time suck to look at it and just be like okay i gotta wait i gotta wait i gotta yeah. wait yeah. and i gotta go oh this is that's, really hard okay that's gymnastics wait. 101 right there yeah i'm interested to see how you do i'm interested to see how a couple other people do at the gym and uh, i hope that people will continue to also give us some feedback about this too on friday and yeah then, and then saturday because um yeah, you think you're, you're going to redo Sunday probably? I, I'm going to give it a shot. I yeah. feel like uh, think, I could Kay? definitely do better. I think I will. Yeah. And you're going to do it twice too, right? I, I, my plan was to not do any of them twice unless I really bomb it. But the thing is, I was going to wait till Sunday to do it. So if I do it Sunday, I don't, wouldn't want to do it the next day. If, so, if, if you don't do it twice, then you're going to practice wall walks for a while. Yeah. Like maybe right, not yeah. a full wide. I, I might go through half of it, like just cut the reps down. Yeah. Play around with it tomorrow. Yeah, and then I might—I probably will commit to doing it Saturday afternoon. And I understand. If I really need to redo, I could do it Sunday night. Or if your casts aren't great, then yes, you don't want to. Yeah, that's do... the one thing I'm more—I'm not worried about the wall walks at all. I'm not. The, I'm just worried about the volume of jump rope. So all you need to do is feel comfortable with the technique of wall walks, so you know exactly what your pace and yep. your strategy is, yeah. and then you just go for it. Yeah, agreed. All right. Cool. Wise words, Kayla G. She said this was her favorite open first. Workout of the open ever so far. Yeah, she did say that. Her, f her that. favorite opening open workout. Yep. She's nuts. <laughs> <laughs> All right. You can get every episode of Botox and Burpees wherever you listen to podcasts or go to BotoxandBurpees.com. Thanks for listening.